come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord, we come to worship you, the firstborn of all creation, for in you and for you all things in heaven and on earth were created. You are the head of the church. May we give you first place in everything. We worship you, our King and our Lord. We worship you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. As we gather to worship and praise your holy name, Lord Jesus, King of kings and yet nailed to a cross, Son of God and yet with time for criminals, we offer you our lives, our successes and our failures, our excuses and our honesty, our desire to change and our reluctance. Speak to us today and draw us closer to you that we may be transformed by your power and love. So unexpected, so amazing, so humbling. Lord, now as we seek to be transformed, hear us as we pray together in the words your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Well, our youngsters are going to share with us a little of what they do when they go out to church on a Sunday morning. So I'm going to swap seats. I'm going to go and sit where you would normally sit. Is that all right? <coughs> okay. And then once we're all settled. Oh, I'm going to let you up first. Okay, and I'll go and sit down. Once upon a time in a land far, far away, there were two brothers who lived on a one of the brothers was very unhappy and wanted to run away, so he asked his father if he could have some money from his inheritance. His father was very sad about this but gave his son the money. The brother was very happy. He spent all of his money on parties and his friends. And for a time life was good. He, if he felt homesick, he would just spend more money. Then one day the money ran out and all his friends disappeared as there were no more parties. He was desperately unhappy and he knew he needed to get a job, but the only job he could get was looking after the pigs. 
himself, I will go back to my father and ask him to hire me as one of his servants. Then he wouldn't wonder if his will my father take me back. This worried him greatly. You are always here with me, and everything I have is yours, but we have to celebrate and be happy because your brother was dead, but now he's alive. He was lost, but now he was found. Jesus told this story to remind us that no matter how far away we feel, he will always welcome us home. Thank 
And now we turn to our intimations. The intimations are in the order of service, but just some little reminders. And it also means that those who are listening or watching can hear what the intimations are as well. Boys Brigade are supporting the NB4CC appeal to provide Christmas gifts for children, teenagers and vulnerable adults living in the west of Scotland. There are red bags sitting beside Aina over at the sound desk for you to pick up and please return the filled bags by the end of November to a box at the front door. The bag does not need to be filled, it can be one item that goes in it. Please don't wrap your items, it makes it much easier for the folks who are distributing to make sure that they get a balance of gifts for the folks that are going to. <coughs> at the other side of this chancel, there is a pile of wool to be knitted up and they might be added to our washing lines that you see around. The washing lines will go, the contents there will go to various charities, particularly refugees and homeless people. We are still looking for toiletries and cleaning materials and there are boxes at the doors for that. So, so far we've had 10 bags of assorted products which have been gratefully received. The Friendly Hour meets this Tuesday at 2pm where we'll be joined by the guest Danny Harty. Guild tomorrow afternoon, 2pm. Note, if you can use the Guild at night from November, it's during the day. The speaker is Michaela Forster-Marsh from Starchild. And remember, everything that happens within this church, everyone is welcome, whether it be here in the Cossie Side building or in the Outreach Centre. Everyone is welcome. <coughs> We've a lovely, on the back of the Order of Services, a really nice note of thanks from Walter, thanking everyone for the many cards, the expressions of sympathy and the hugs that they received following Jean's death. There are a couple of other intimations. Firstly, the quick session is called to meet on Wednesday the 23rd of November at 7.30pm here in St George's Cossyside. As those of you who were in church last week will remember, I have an edict to read. A citation, sorry, not an edict, a citation to be read. Citation in case of adjustment proposals. The Presbytery of Clyde will meet in Shinnan Parish Church, Old Greenock Road in Shinnan, Renfrew, PA4 9PE on Tuesday the 22nd of November 2022 at 6.30pm. At this meeting, Presbytery will discuss the draft mission plan previously circulated for the cluster in which your congregation is located at an order of the day as detailed below. We where consideration of any cluster has not concluded within the allocated time, further discussion shall be continued at an online meeting of Presbytery held for that purpose only on Tuesday the 29th November at 7pm. Your congregation sits, this congregation of St George's sits within cluster C and an order of the day has been set for 8.20pm on the 22nd of November for this cluster to be discussed. Your co this congregation is cited to attend for their interest and is entitled to respond to the report through the contribution of one person representing the congregation. Indications of a desire to contribute to the debate should be made to the Presbytery Clerk, the Reverend Dr Peter McInhill, by email at clyde at churchofscotland.org.uk prior to the meeting. This meeting, and that's the end of the citation, which I will now sign, having stated that I have read it on two Sundays and return it to the Presbytery Clerk. The Presbytery meeting is available to watch on YouTube. If you email either Ian Russell, Stuart Stevenson or myself, we can send you the link if you wish to watch that meeting. I'll leave that one with you. I, 
It's worth saying that the draft commission plan is available on the Presbytery's website if any of you wish to read it. It's there. I suggest that if you are reading it, you would focus on our cluster because of 90 odd pages. So. And these, I think, are all the intimations. We turn now to scripture, and our readings this morning will be read for us by Mary White. Our first reading is from Colossians, chapter 1, reading from verse 1. From Paul, by the will of God, apostle of Christ Jesus, and our colleague Timothy, to God's people at Colossia, and our fellow believers in Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. In all our prayers to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank him for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love you bear towards all God's people, both spring from the hope that's stored up from you in heaven, of which you learned when the message of the true gospel first came to you. That same gospel is bearing fruit and making new growth the whole world over as it does among you and, and has done since the day when you heard of God's grace and learned what it truly is. It, it was Epaphas, our dear fellow servant and a trusted worker for Christ on our behalf, who taught you this. And it is he who has brought us news of the love the Spirit has awakened in you. This is why ever since we first heard about you, we have ceased to pray for you. We ask God that you may receive from him full insight into his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that your manner of life may be worthy of the Lord and entirely pleasing to him. We pray that you may bear fruit in active goodness of every kind and grow in knowledge of God. That ends our first reading. Thank you, Mary. This week is Crossreach Week. Crossreach is the social care arm of the Church of Scotland. It is one of the largest providers of social care in the country. And the reading that Mary has just read for us reminds us, I think, of just what Crossreach does. Then you will be able to live as the Lord wants and will always do what pleases him. Your lives will produce all kinds of good deeds. So there is in that passage the service, the idea of offering service to others through the love of Christ. And this morning I'd like to share with you a reflection and prayer written by the Right Reverend Dr Ian Greenshields, moderator of the General Assembly. Ian wrote, when I think of a bank, I always think of the local branch. Even in these times of internet banking, there's something still very personal about the local branch, a place where relationships and personal understanding are built. The Church of Scotland is made up of many local branches, that place where the witness to the gospel takes place, a place of outreach, the developing of personal relationships and the meeting of local needs. It is always at the level of the local that God works in people's lives. With Crossreach, there is also the sense of an organisation with a mission which is worked out in a local context where a variety of needs are being met for so many and their families, many branches and groups reaching out and doing good through human hands in the name of Jesus. And here is a list of the service areas covered by Crossreach and its engagement with Scottish societies. For adults, there is counselling, emotional support, homelessness, learning disabilities, mental well-being, offending and prison visiting, self-directed support, 
and substance abuse. For older people, and this is probably where we tend to think more about cross-reach, but for older people, there are care homes, creative art groups, daycare, day opportunities, dementia care home, intermediate care, respite care, self-directed support, specialist dementia services, support for families. And for children and families, there is help with additional support needs, counselling, early years, prison visiting, residential care and education, self-directed support and substance abuse for children and families. What a list. As Ian put it, what can you say to that list other than, wow, what incredible support services offering love and life-changing encouragement to individuals, groups and families, all in the name of Jesus. Crossreach employs approximately 1,700 people and it's an organisation which is full of stories, positive stories of how lives are strengthened and touched with kindness. For every person the organisation supports, there is always a backstory. And we need to remember that this week is dedicated to each one of those important life encounters taking place on a daily basis. It's also important that everyone in the church has the chance to get to know more about the services offered through Crossreach. Dean goes on to write, I very much enjoyed my time spent with Crossreach earlier this year and the opportunity to get a strong sense of all that has been done throughout Scotland. As moderator, I want to offer my warmest blessing and thanks for every member of this wonderful organisation. And I feel that everyone at Crossreach, that every member of staff at Crossreach needs to know how proud we are of them and how much we value what they do in the name of the Church of Scotland and of Jesus. These were the words of our current moderator, the Right Reverend Dr Ian Greenshields. Within Clyde Presbytery, most of us will know of Adam's House, which cares for older people with a diagnosis of dementia. <coughs> but we also have Erskine Waterfront Campus, built within the past few years, and Carrig View in Port Glasgow, both of which provide services for children and young people. And then there is the Oasis at Gaelic Head, which provides a place for older people to meet with their friends. And these were the ones that I could track down that serve within our presbytery. There is so much done in the name of Jesus through the services of Crossreach. So let's pray. And this is the words again of the moderator. Lord our God, you have called us to love our neighbour in a multitude of caring and practical ways, to be the arms, hands, ears and eyes of Jesus, to offer whatever help and support we can when people need care. Compassionate God, we thank you for Crossreach and all that it seeks to do in your name through the Church of Scotland. We thank you for the vision dynamic and loving care given on a day-by-day -day basis the length and breadth of this land. We pray for everyone being cared for by Crossreach that they might feel confident that they are in good hands, feel loved and have a sense of God's presence. Bless each and every person who is counselled and cared for in whatever way by Crossreach. Providing God, we ask that in these difficult financial times that provision would be made to enable Crossreach to continue to offer the quality services which are needed by the people within their care and being supported by them. Inspiring and visionary God, it is so easy to become weary even when we are doing so much good. Help everyone who works for or supports Crossreach to continue to grasp the vision of your will for the care given. Grant inspiration for new ways to provide support which best meets the diverse needs and potential outcomes 
of all those who have been given care and support. Renewing God for all support staff and employees, grant to each and every one of them strength, peace, faith, and joy in what they do. Enable them to see day by day the nobility and importance of what they do and also the gratitude of the whole church. Guiding God, we depend upon you for all things, for you are God and we are not. We pray for guidance in difficult times to be given to the senior team and board of Crossreach as they seek to continue to marry excellence with care and try to offer the best service in every area of responsibility. Dear God, with the confidence of faith, we place Crossreach in your gracious hands. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The hymn that we're about to sing talks of love. Love that sets all people free. Love that seeks another good, another's good. And this, to me, so chimes with the work of Crossreach. So we sing hymn number 622. We sing a love that sets all people free. Hymn number 
is from Luke, chapter 23, starting at verse 33. And when they reached the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, and the criminals with him, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they do not know what they are doing. They shared out his clothing by casting lots. The people stood looking on, and their rulers jeered at him. He saved others, now let him save himself. If, there is, if, the, if this is God's Messiah, his chosen. The, social, the soldiers joined in the mockery and came forward, offering him some sour wine. If you are the king of the Jews, they said, save yourself. There is an inscription above his head which rang, this is the king of the Jews. Of the criminals hanging there taunted him. Are not you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him. Have you no fear of God? You are under the same sentence as he is. In our case it is plain justice. We are paying the price for our misdeeds. But this man has done nothing. And he said to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come to your throne. And Jesus answered, Truly I will tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Amen. May God bless his reading from his holy word. Thank you, Mary. We continue in our worship by singing hymn 279, Make Way, Make Way for Christ the King, hymn 279. Today is known as the Reign of Christ Sunday, 
are Christ the King Sunday. It's the Sunday which marks the end of the Christian year before we start again next week with the first Sunday in Advent. Now, the reading, the Gospel reading that Mary read for us is quite harrowing as we heard once again about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And this might in some ways seem rather a strange reading so far from Easter. But let's think of Jesus' death on the cross. And as we think of his death on the cross, it can seem really puzzling. For Jesus, well, Jesus did everything right. He told the truth. He brought God's message and love to the world. And look what the world did to him. The ministry of Jesus was short, around three years. But in that short time, so much had happened up to the end, well, this point that we heard of today. Everything seemed to lead here to this place. But remember his actions, his love. The story of him eating with tax collectors and other sinners. The way he befriended prostitutes and foreigners, even sitting with them at table and wells, chatting with them. All of his life led here. The stories of him falling out with the religious scholars and the temple authorities after the way, remember, he overturned the temple tables and he left the place in a shambles. And then there were the rumours of his less than generous comments about Herod or the occupying forces or the rich and the powerful. They all led here. The riding into Jerusalem on that donkey mocking Pilate on his white stallion and the money changers condemned and the fig tree cursed or the healing of the lepers and Samaritans and Roman centurion's daughters they all led here and here well here was a terrible place it was a throne of some kind but not anything the world would find comfortable or appealing no red carpet here but this is where everything led the bread and the wine at the table that was shared just the night before the anointing of perfume by Lazarus sister a few days earlier whatever story you told or remembered it led here and here here was a cross the place that was the conclusion of everything. All the good news of the love of God ended up here, raining from a tree. But no one yet understood. Everything was about to lead away from here too. Soon the path would shift. Soon everything would focus on something even more amazing. At the moment, everyone held their breath, thinking that this was the end. But nothing ended here. There was still much more to happen. Forgive them, Father, Jesus cried. They know not what they do. Watching as his few belongings were divided up at the throw of a dice, the religious looked on sneering. If you are so special, save yourself. The soldiers mocked, save yourself if you're king of the Jews. One of those hanging beside him joined in. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. Save yourself. The irony of their words are not lost on us. That the one who came to save them was being taunted and derided. But Jesus, Jesus says nothing save offering words of assurance. Paradise is promised. Love hung on that cross and love won. Love hung on that cross and love won. In the words written on the cross, King of the Jews, Jesus was and is a king like no other.
Today, as followers of Jesus, we acknowledge him as our King, as our Lord, our Master, our Redeemer. So many names, Son of Man, Son of God. And so much done in such a short time. Three years of ministry, three years of love, three years of service, three years of challenging, challenging words and behaviour. Three years of calling the least likely ordinary men, and I have no doubt women. Three years of speaking to those who were excluded. Three years of speaking for those who were excluded. Right to the end, Jesus crucified by humanity. He remains full of love and mercy. Hanging on the cross, his penultimate words for the penitent sinner. Today you will be in paradise with me. Words addressed to the man who acknowledged his wrongdoing, who said, remember, we're getting what we deserve for what we did. This was the man who acknowledged Jesus as king, whom Jesus told, today you will be in paradise with me. And then, we remember, we didn't hear them read this morning, but we remember Jesus' final words to his father. Father, in your hands I place my spirit. Love, love hung on that cross and love won. For we believe, we know that the cross was not the end. The cross was, if you like, a beginning. Today we follow and we serve Jesus Christ. We acknowledge him as king. We do our best to walk in his footsteps, to serve him by loving others. And as we do, do so, we work towards the growth of his kingdom. The reward may not come in this life, but eternity awaits. Love Love hung on that tree and love won. To God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit be glory and praise now and forever. Amen. And now we continue to worship God by singing hymn 457, all hail the power of Jesus' name, hymn 457.
And now the choir will sing the anthem during which time our offerings will be brought forward. We pray for our governments will advise him wisely and honestly 
for the good of all. Lord, be with them. Dear Lord, winter will soon be upon us and our heart and bring hardships to many. We pray for the vulnerable in our society, our town, and our parish of St George's. Those known to us and those unknown. We give thanks for the work of our Minister Mary, the Kirk Session, the congregation and all the organisations, too many to name. We give thanks who work in your name for the well-being of others. Risen Lord, we pray for those who mourn, for the sick in body or mind, the addicted and the unlovable. We pray for those who have lost hope and see no future. We pray for the young and the old. Lord, shine upon them. And now in silence and from our hearts, we pray our own prayers. Lord, hear our prayer. Amen. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, Jean. And now we close this morning's service of worship by standing if able to sing hymn number 459, Crown Him with Many Crowns, hymn 459. living spirit go before us to give light to those who sit in darkness and to guide our feet into the way of peace and may the blessing of almighty god the father the son and the holy spirit surround and keep you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore Amen.